Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the G.I. Joe Shop and Museum in Lone Wolf, and later in the show, the best outdoor concert series is right here. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So, we're. I feel like this is a... I'm having deja vu. I think we got to this point. Before you died last time? Before I died last time. I don't know what happened. Nobody has an answer. But my one eye was bigger than the other. And I I look... I mean, I really... You remember the show V? You know, this is an audio show. Yeah. And you know that the people that are listening to this show have no idea what we're talking about. Well, I know, but my thing is, it's almost like you're like... You realize there's an invention called television, and on this invention, they show shows, right? <laughs> okay, backstory. So we're sitting in this same spot right here a week ago tonight. You look at me, and like you have longingly for the last 15 years, uh-huh. and you say... I say, what the F is wrong with your eye? And, and you're like, what? Have, what eye? <laughs> I have two of them. I what have are you two talking about? Well... I, well, I've just recently started wearing contacts, so I'm still kind of getting used to them. So I don't know if it's like a magnifying glass that not only helps me see well, but also makes my eye swell or appear to swell. So I get up, you take a picture of it, you show me one pupil. I mean, am I wrong? The pupil was almost covering the entire iris of my eye. Yeah, one of your pupils was fully dilated. The other one was not. Was not. It was like I was high on one side of my face. So Brett immediately goes to Google, and Google says... Oh crap! You're dying. Right, you've got it. You're gonna have a one of two things. You're about to have a stroke, or what was the other one? An aneurysm. Yeah. So Brett instantaneously <laughs> breaks into sweats. I did. I'm he's. I'm freaking like, out, man. Just tell my kids I love them. Yeah, it's like um the mask is like, hold me close, say it. Yeah. It's getting dark. I mean, I was like curled up in your arms and you're rocking me back and forth. Took me to the urgent care. Like a good and the urgent care apparently went to Google and, and went, said, what is this? And right. they're like, holy crap, go to the ER right now. Right, you're dying. So yeah. I go to the ER. And they laughed at you. And they kind of laughed at me. I don't know what happened. Never happened again. But I was, for the, the couple days afterwards, dude, I was freaking out. Yeah, so luckily we had... I'm moving my phone and putting it on D&D so it doesn't... I'm about to throw it out the damn window. Okay. So luckily we had a show in the can yeah. already, so we didn't have to go showless. <laughs> but yeah, we completely burned a uh, recording day. Oh yeah. You know what? I'm, but I'm, on a on a travel and tourism note, I did go see a movie at. Oh boy. What? Nothing. I, I did I, go see a movie at the Palace Twin in Duncan, Oklahoma. I'm not going to, pre- but we have to pretend. I had a good experience at the theater. We, but hey, look, fourth wall, we're going to break the fourth wall like Deadpool. I'm glad that you had a great experience, but we argued for two hours about how great, just how great your experience was. I loved the theater. I did not love the movie. I made a bad choice. Say what, folks? If you listen to the very end, this is, you know, in the Marvel Universe, that first time you you waited at the end of Iron Man to see Nick Fury and everybody said, "Oh wow, it's Lawrence Fishburne." 
This is your Lawrence Fishburne moment. Oh my god! Stay to the very end for a very special MC- <laughs> MCU Easter egg. Yeah, you don't want to miss it. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of great American heroes, oh nice! I say, unless you're Cobra uh, Commander. You are wow. going to love the G.I. Joe shop and museum in Lone Wolf, Oklahoma. You know, that's something I, I'll be honest with you. How many times in the history of this, this show have we went, I had no idea. I've heard of the toy, we've been to the toy museum numerous times in Paul's Valley. Had no idea about G.I. Joe shop and Lone Wolf. No clue. It's relatively new. It's relatively new. It opened in 2015. Yeah. It is home to almost 300 G.I. Joe figures. That's a lot of Joes. It is a lot of Joes. I think it's a really good way to... Pay homage? Nah, to remember your childhood. Yeah. To, especially for people our age. You know what? One thing I've I've noticed, and it's this is an... I'm, I'm probably overstating the obvious. Nostalgia is king right now. Yeah, I think they're... You thought it might go away. You thought it might kind of peter out, but every time you turn around, something's reigniting your childhood and remaking a movie or a toy and destroying it for you. That's why I think something like this is cool because you get to see it in its in its purest form. Yeah, the the thing about the whole nostalgia thing that I find disconcerting is like we're nostalgic about G.I. Joe the cartoon. Yeah, we are. But if you say G.I. Joe, there's a segment of the population mm-hmm. that only knows the stupid, lame movie G.I. Joe. Right. And so then you're kind of like, you're you're talking the same thing, but you're not talking the same thing. Well, and then there's another generation. You know, our generation experienced the tail end of the large figures and into the smaller play sets. So with you've the got, Kung Fu grip. Yeah. Right, with the Kung Fu grip. So you've got the generation that's ahead of us, a generation that's like seems like light years behind us. Right. But I think we all I mean, I hate to even try to bring the the younger Joe generation into the, the, the group hug, but I think when we can all embrace it for what it for exactly what it is, we'll be a lot better off. I, my my issue is it's really hard to to have that sense of nostalgia nostalgia that is for your thing yeah. when they keep rebooting it. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's hard for you to go, yeah, I remember the good old days with the G.I. Joes. Right, if you like the... But then, then they do the, if you like the old one, now try the new one. And then you get the new one, you're like, ah, okay, it kind of feels the same, but Destro looks different. Oh, yeah, well, guess what? There's more. Yeah. Like, it's just, they pile on. And it's it's hard to kind of have that, I don't like the word, but fandom, you know, it's hard for you to have your thing yeah. when they're constantly tweaking it. Yeah. So I think it's really cool that that this G.I. Joe shop has, you know, the classic G.I. Joes, yeah. the vintage G.I. Joes, where you can kind of immerse yourself yeah. in your part, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I'll be honest with you, and probably you were the same, a lot of my Joes... Came from thrift stores, <laughs> and it would be the stormtroopers versus Cobra with maybe a maybe a Joe. I don't even think what's sad is I don't even think I had the Joe character. I think I had the the insulary heroes, and then it would be like the big 
you know, WWF uh, figures. It was just like this all out. We were uh, kids like us. They talk about the multiverse. Dude, we were doing the multiverse in the backyard in like 1985. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before, but yeah, my big thing with my Star Wars characters yeah. is I always wanted another Stormtrooper mm-hmm. because Stormtroopers were always getting messed up. Yeah, they were getting burnt, all kinds of stuff. And none of your Stormtroopers came that way. Mm-mm. So I would take scissors to them. I would oh, take yeah. a hammer to them. I would... I would take a lighter, a lighter, and like burn put it off. on the helmet. Yeah. yeah, so that they have burn marks from the phaser fire and all that. Yeah, they didn't have a from Hasbro the battle damage trooper. Right, you know what I mean. I look at all the toys that I had. I was watching Return of the Jedi the other night on Disney because I didn't get to go see it in the theater for the fortieth. I was like, seemed like Jedi. Uh, uh, not, we'll get back to Joe, but I want to ask you a question. Talking about Star Wars for just a second of your Star Wars toys. Which you which movie do you think you had the? I had more Jedi toys. I had I had a Rancor. I had Jabba. I had Jabba's lair, the pit. I had. Uh, I think most of mine were Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and I think that's a. I think it's an age thing mm-hmm. too. So, but yeah, yeah, you're a couple of years younger than me, so that makes sense. But but Joe it's was a part of that clique too, dude. I'm telling you, and I had a. I probably had a mountain of these things. I probably could. If I had all of my G.I. Joes from all of the years, I'd probably have enough for my own museum. Or to go buy that truck you've been trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> but their toys are showcased in all possible settings. So they've got wartime settings, uh, modern day adventures. They also have different vehicles, uniforms, accessories. So you can kind of go and they they encourage that you um, that you touch the displays. Yeah. So I think it's it's fun. It's a way to introduce your kids to an era of toys that was more wholesome and didn't have 7,000 layers of garbage on top of it. I think the, I'm going to say it, the worst part of the modern era G.I. Joes is there's about a 99.9% chance that there's a Rock, Dwayne the Wart Rock Johnson G.I. Joe toy out there that needs to be buried. <laughs> Well, from the other standpoint, one of the things that they do, one of the things that they do at the G.I. Joe shop is they do G.I. Joe surgeries. Oh, really? So they repair damaged G.I. Joes. Maybe they might do stormtroopers too, if you have oh, yeah, my, It's a possibility. God, I wish I had, I wish I had those toys. I, I would have sold them in a second. But they can bring your G.I. Joe back, back to, to life. life. Oh, really? Which is something that Dwayne the Rock Johnson has not been able to accomplish. No, and I I'm, I fear he may need somebody to repair his superhero career because I think he's done there too. But where is Lone Wolf? Lone Wolf is near Lake Altus Lugert, Quartz oh. uh, Mountain area. Okay. And it is, it's got some really pretty... Dude, it's gorgeous down there, especially around that Quartz Mountain area. Yes. It is beautiful down there. Super small town, 500 residents, but a lot of people, a lot of people pass through that town to see their, you know, smaller, quirky shops. Yeah. And I think this is definitely, I personally think this is a destination. Oh yeah, for sure. So if you are in the area, you want to go to the G.I. Joe shop, you can find them on Facebook at G.I. Joe Repair. I'm Cobra Commander, and after the break, Scissortail Park is in the news. Take that, Joes! 
I'm Raven Rollins, and this is my Southern True Crime podcast where I discuss cases from my former hometown. Ada, Oklahoma paints itself as an average community, but its history of murder and corruption runs deeper than any story has ever told. You'll hear plenty of special guests, including authors and experts in their fields, who visit with me on each episode, as well as other cases in the southern states. With notorious and unknown cases alike, every victim sees the light on my show. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast. New story out of KFR? Yes! Scissor Tail Park named one of the best outdoor concert series. Recently, there was a uh, USA Today 10 Best, and mm-hmm. Oklahoma City's on the list again. Here's the deal. I got nothing against Scissor Tell Park, okay? We got Scissor Tell Park pre-pandemic. Is that about right? Yeah. Are you, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna say I gotta Zoo Amphitheater. It. I gotta take it there. All right. I mean, they've had, I, I don't even, I mean, we don't even, we'd have to do a show in five, ten parts series on how many just freaking bangers of concerts have been to OKC through via the Zoo Amphitheater. I I've got no issue with this being on the list, but I I feel I'm like not, they're pandering a little. No, I don't think that it is a matter of pandering. I think you're confusing them having a concert series that made a list versus being a concert venue. What concert series? Their summer concert series is number three on the USA Today list. Okay. Well, I just... Who heard about it? Well, obviously a lot of people because it was number three nationally ranked. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying they've had a lot of concert series at the Amphitheater. They have a whole season of concert series. I'm just saying I got nothing nothing against Scissor Tall Park. I will walk my dog in their their dog park i will eat from their food trucks that are neatly and strategically placed across from the brand new beautiful convention center i'm just saying you like the zoo I like the theater better yes i'm just saying that this is a poll of usa today readers i get it and they like the series okay. that the scissor tail park does i like the series yellowstone okay that's the series that i like i does it sound like I'm being hateful about it? It, tell sound, it sounds like you're really salty, like, you, have, like, like you own stock in the zoo amphitheater. Kind of like a guy that acts like he owns stock in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Stick there, stick around to the end of the show, and you'll see why. I give me the let, let's just finish the story. We'll finish the story. I think a lot of people really like Scissor Tail Park yeah. for the concert experience because it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more family friendly. It's not a stadium situation. Yeah. You can bring a blanket, sit under a tree. You can bring your dog. You can bring your dog, which I don't know how many dogs like loud music, but hey, if you, you know, if you got one, I, I think Dude, it's... if you have a dog that likes loud music, it probably shouldn't be in public. It probably needs to stay home and attack people to try to break into your house. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to take, I'm going to, can I, I'll redact some of what I said. I think as a general, Location. Here are the cons to Zooamp. You can't bring your own drinks. You can't bring your own chairs. You can bring a blanket and sit on rocky red dirt versus pull up a chair, sit anywhere situation. So I th- I'll get- I think uh, I think a lot of it is probably you know it's wide open. Yeah, and I think the 
the music is probably a different a different variety a different uh a different vibe than yeah, what yeah, 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 you yeah. prefer so i mean they've had big concerts like leanne rhymes there yeah they've had jazz and sal- salsa mm-hmm. concerts they've had uh, the oklahoma city philharmonic so okay i get it they have a lot of concerts that i think appeal to a broader audience as a broader swath of the community right and there's probably not you know, like you know ton of clouds of weed smoke and vape smoke and they cater to a little bit more of a what am i saying now i'm, I'm now i'm alienating they're people. catering to the groups of people that didn't grow up on headbangers ball there you go well done so i think it's cool again oklahoma city makes these big national lists constantly now yeah it's almost hard for us to keep up with if we can just keep california out I think we'll be all right. Texas is running out of room, dude. It's happening. Yeah, the Texas is filling up fast. If you want more information on the Scissor Tail Park in the USA Today poll, we'll put a link in the show note for KFOR's, KFOR's news story. Well, I hate to say it, it's that time again for listener feedback. So we do have, again, a crazy amount. I'm super pumped. We have a new person following the show on yeah. the Fountain.fm app. Uh-huh. Mars Sats has been following us for a couple of weeks now. It's crazy. Making clips nonstop. They really get our sense of humor. Dude, It. tell me when you hear that someone has saved clips of your show and posted them, not on your Facebook page, but to a random. Let's talk about how how random Fountain is. Hell, I didn't know about it until you told me about it, and you only told me about it because somebody had posted our on Fountain. Yeah. It's really cool, man. It's like listening to your own highlight reel or your own somebody making a mixtape of your shit. It, it's it really, cool. really does boil down to that. It's, this is one of the podcasting 2.0 apps, though, that have chapters. Yeah. Uh, Found.fm is really cool. It's my my go-to is it podcasting app yeah. now. Um, I'm super pumped on it. There are a couple of... There are a couple of my favorite shows that haven't embraced Fountain.fm, yeah. and so it's hard for me to find their shows and stuff, but uh-huh. outside of that, I'm I'm a huge fan. Yeah, it sounds really cool. And But I'm super pumped on Marsats. Marsats, and then we've had a few others on there doing the same thing, but Marsats literally took our show, one of our shows to the ICU. <laughs> there were there were a few cuts. They did three on uh, um, a couple of weeks on the show. Ga- on the on our uh, gas squatch episode. I think he just did two on the gas squatch oh, okay. episode, but the episode before oh, that. Oh, the best, best of Chickasaw Country, yeah. Which he found, and it's funny looking at the or listening to the clips that he created uh-huh. or that Marsats created. It's all of the things that I think are funny when yeah. you look at it kind right, of independently. Because you can listen to it objective. I mean, you know, I listen to our show pretty objectively. The episode that he took apart with the kung fu fighting or whatever I, mm-hmm. I can't remember. I listened to that yourself before myself, you before over, you knew there were clips over and because it was one, it's one of the funniest things, folks. If you want some of the funniest stuff, I'm telling you, the MCU is taking a break right now with quality. Obviously, uh, see what we stay to the end. I'm telling you, there's some nuggets in there, y'all. Cut them up, put them on Fountain FM, 
Share them with your friends. Share them with your friends. Tell your mom because moms, I don't know if you know this, moms really like us. Especially Brett's mom. What can I say other than this has been the only No Case show. New episodes every week. Unless I have a stroke, I'm Brett. And I'm Harley, and we're out of here. Peace. And we've got a call coming from Mick from New Zealand. Mick, you're on. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know we're here in New Zealand. We love to listen to the Only and OK show. Um, you guys are really funny. And uh, the next time you uh, want to do a walkabout and uh, pick some kiwis. <laughs> uh, no. Are we I'm... down in New Zealand? Uh, let me see. Ooh. No, we're not doing very good in New Zealand right now. I will say... Brazil is Brasilia. high for some reason. I was hoping we'd be doing good in the... Argentina's high, uh, but really it's us and then Canada. I was hoping it'd be... Have you heard of a podcast down in the... They talk about... Our South American numbers are really high. I'm not saying anything. I don't want... I don't want any trouble from... There's some... There's some beautiful people in South America. Anyway, we need to give a, a shout out to Marsats. Marsats in at the end of the show. Marsats at the end of the show. Give me just a second. Don't go anywhere, dude. Where I went to go? man. I went to a movie. Did I tell you about that movie, Sisu? Sisu. Did I tell you what? that I went and saw? I did, and you didn't respond. You didn't send me anything. Uh, the hell, I didn't. What? I texted you the other What'd day. What'd you go see? I said, "Where'd you, you go?" You, hang you on, saw Mario Mar- Mar- Brothers. I said, "We did it." Or we did, didn't exist before us. Then I said, I think I just watched the most expensive murder ever, or suicide. You said nothing to that. I did not, I don't, I don't recall seeing it on my phone. Well, what's the most expensive murder or suicide ever? You saw John Wick? No. John Guardians Wick. Guardians of the Galaxy. Don't, 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 don't. I haven't seen it yet. It. I heard it's emotional. No. Who really? Else? Dude, it is not emotional. Amber cried a little bit, but Amber cries at double-minute commercials. I get it, but you're no, not... No, dude, I, I'm telling you. I've seen you cry once in 15 years, dude. This was a, a straight-up... We gotta kill everybody? Mm, no. Not a good bookend? No. Literally, if you were trying to... I, I won't give any spoil, spoilers. If you were trying to end your career as a producer or a writer yeah and you were given the job of ending your own career if you were given the job of doing guardians of the galaxy 3 yeah and you no longer wanted to be employable that is what you would have produced was it bad everything about it was bad really it was not funny okay i sat in that theater for two hours and 40 minutes i giggled twice okay I didn't laugh once. Well, James Gunn's taking over DC. Don't care. Okay. You don't like James Gunn? Dude, it was Guardians of the Galaxy right. was garbage. Huh. A lot of people liked it. There's no effing way. The movie, I'm, I, I will probably see Guardians 3 because I've seen them all. The first one's the best one. 
Okay. But I think Guardians 3 is going to make 400, 500 million. It made 150 million open weekend. But what I'm looking forward to is. It made 118 million, not 150 million. Okay, but it's going to probably make 400 million. Scheduled. They had planned on it making 150 or 180 million. It made 120. Why are you so mad? You act like you're the, you, you're like you're a producer on the show. I'm offended that they put it out. I understand. I'm looking forward to the, the Spider-Verse movie. Can, Miles why Miles. are you changing the subject? Because it's in the Marvel Universe. The action scene sucks. The CG sucked. The writing sucked. The, there was not a bit of humor in the Now movie. listen, what was the last movie you saw before that that was funny? Here's the thing. A lot of people have liked the movie. I've heard a lot of good... Re- and I'll tell you when I go see Little Mermaid, what I think about Little Mermaid. I'm going to go see it. I don't care. What are you uh, looking at? I'm looking at Metacritic on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Because I looked, I immediately went out to the car yeah. and looked it up and I was like, why are these numbers so high? And then I was realized, like, this shit was preloaded. Like, there's no, they, the tomato meter is now at 82%. When I saw it on Sunday, it was at 99%. Well, they all start there. It's like an eBay rating. It's always You always start at 100. 82% with only 318 reviews. Give me five good ones. Give me five bad ones. What? Give me five good reviews, five bad reviews. I, I want to hear what people are saying. Top critics. It's uh, an A. Okay, James Gunn has an incredible way of balancing the mix of humor and heart, and it's gotten bigger and better with that. There's your top. Okay. Now, give me a three out of four, two out of four. Um, a movie is only as good as its bad guy, and I dreaded having to spend any time with him. It's a bad... Here's the point. Art is subjective. Dude, this is not art. I'm telling you, when you go watch this movie, okay. you're going to be like, why Why would you, like, did you not, do you not want any anybody to watch this? Were you pissed off at your audience? It didn't have any redeeming qualities. This is my thing about Marvel. Marvel's experiencing something that I don't think we ever thought that they would. Okay, so here's Metacritic, by the way. Okay. 65 on Metacritic. Not terrible. Dude, 65? I know. It's not terrible, though. It's a 7 um, on the user score. I mean, that's still a C, right? 65 is C? No, that's a D. Is it? Oh. 70 is a C. Yes. So it goes to show how good my grades were. Um, here's the thing about Marvel. Let's be realistic. I know you want to say something. I want to chime in. But give, me, give me a second here. Remember we went and saw, when we went, a bunch of us went and saw Iron Man 1? Yes. And we walked out of the theater and the guy goes, That was that was Lawrence Fishburne. See how much farther how far they've come since then? <laughs> now we know that it's Samuel L. Jackson. But the point is, it's been a what how many year Odyssey that we've been doing these Marvel movies? Chicago Tribune review. Guardians of the Galaxy Three review. Quest to save the raccoon becomes the most empty, brutal MC MCU movie yet. Brutal in what sense? Like bad or just... Dude, like I said, take Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Oh, you can't do that. Take Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yeah. Take away all the humor. Take away all the likability of every single character and make the bad guy like a Looney Tunes character. And this is what, that's what you get with Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Here's my thing. Look, can I, can I finish my thought? I haven't seen the movie yet. Don't say anything more about it. 
But agree or disagree, and we'll get this done and we'll start the real show. Marvel went on a rampage for like a decade and a half. COVID killed the superhero. They started bringing everything home. The quality has diminished greatly. I really think what they're trying to do, because the thing with Jonathan Majors, you know, they had everything, all their bets were hedged on the next phase of the Avengers when it was going to be King's or Kang's dynasty or whatever it is. Now they don't know if we don't know if we're going to have a Kang or not. Marvel's in a little bit of a upheaval, which is giving DC plenty of time to go, okay, guys. And James Gunn's like, all right, let me just shut this door real quick and we'll move on. Yeah, no, he definitely shut the door. And here is this guy's son, who's a devoted MCU fan, 13-year-old. Okay. Here's the review from the 13-year-old From a 13-year-old? Yes. Okay. 13-year-old son who's a huge fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. he Here's his review of the movie. It was a lot of animal abuse, plus killing, and four hours of angry people yelling at each other. Oh, but here's the thing. That's a sensitive review. We don't want to see... that. I, what do you mean that's a sensitive review? I just think that is a... A generational review. That's just kind of how everyone Dude, feels under the age of okay. 35. Literally. About anything that might be offensive at all. Literally, here's what I can give you that I guarantee you can sum up this movie. Okay. And it's in his review. Sure. It's four hours of people yelling at each other. Tell me that's funny. What part of the sweet little Asian weird character yelling at everybody Mantis, for four yeah. hours do you find amusing? I just need to see the movie. Because here's the thing. You and I, as much as we're here on stuff, we're also, we're galaxies away on some things too. I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm no, just, I need I'm to see the movie. If you like the first one, you're going to love not going to the third one. Well, I, I will see the third one because yes. I... <laughs> If you loved the first one, dude, you're gonna love not having this in your in your library at home. Did you like Iron Man three? No, more than more than one. No, no, nobody did. Dude, Thor, the, same thing with Thor. In any trilogy, Harley. It's not a matter of did you like it or was it a better movie or was it as good a movie. It's they literally took everything about. It's like doing the Terminator series. And then them coming out with a Terminator movie where the Terminator is instead, instead of it being a cool robot that kills people, it's now a T100 algebra calculator that makes snarky comments. Like they literally took everything, every single thing that was good about Guardians of the Galaxy and they deballed it. I get it. But, and I'm also of the, there's, is there ever, how often is there a trilogy or a quadrilogy? Okay, let's, let's, let's take it back 20 years. The alien quadrilogy, as they call it. What's the best one out of that? Alien versus Two. Predator Requiem. But realistically, in the, before the Predators, Aliens is better than the first one. Yes. Alien 3, garbage. I don't, but Alien 3, they didn't, they didn't go, you know what? People really liked the first two movies. Let's do everything we can to piss off every fan we've right. ever had. Right. Like the only thing that 
The only thing they didn't do yeah. is make uh, Peter Quill. Peter Quill. Dang it. I was, exa- was going to say Peter Quill. Oh, you're talking about Guardians again. Okay. Yes. I was thinking Peter and the aliens. No. Yeah, Peter Quill. They, he's not funny. He's not happy. You don't like him. Yeah. Like, the thing about him as a character is you could, you and I, people yeah. our age, saw that guy and go, oh, I get that. Yeah. Like I would re I could see myself yeah. reacting that way. You're right. And in three, it's like like no. This is the thing. Would, it's like I said about Black Adam. Now stop. It's one of those movies, it's like a funeral for a friend. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just gotta throw the dirt on it and call it good without all the pomp and circumstance. I'm not saying that's it. I haven't seen it. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. That it might or might not be a bad movie. I'm just telling you what I've heard. I have not seen it yet. No, there are movies I want to see. Be- yeah. There are even more movies I want to see before I see it. One of the other things, first movie, bang up job on music. Oh yeah, like right out of the gate, every song you were like, dude. There were two songs that I recognized. Mm-hmm. Two in the movie. The end song. They started playing this song, and I was like. You're telling me that if you're taking a Zune full of music to outer space, that you're including this bullshit? Yeah. This, I... You see if you can find it? Who is end, it? Dude, I have no idea. Song in Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It's got a Bruce Springsteen song, which I didn't even notice. I know it was Bruce Springsteen unless I passed out during it. But they had a Radiohead song and a Beastie Boys song that you wouldn't recognize. This is the one. Florence and the Machine. Oh, I probably wouldn't. And this was a... This song was literally a everybody get up and dance point in the movie. Based on what the characters in the movie were doing. This is literally the big ending to the movie. This song. Like, all the characters start dancing. To this. Well, I personally like the song. I've heard it before. Right. The first movie, you loved every song. If there was a song in the first movie that you didn't like, you like now. Listen. I heard it. Yeah, wait for the big drop. That's it. I mean, the song's 15 years old. It's still considered older. I like the song. I'm not... I'm not... I'm not... No! You're purposely... No, I'm not! I like the song! No, I like the song. I like Florence and the Machine. I there's about a ten year stretch where most of what I listened to was like Florence and the Machine, Muse, Arcade Fire. I mean I know what you're saying is it's too modern considering the first one. No, listen. It's too modern. It literally dude, every single song 
every single song in Guardians of the Galaxy 1, you were like, oh, every single song. That was their big cinch. Their but I big think, winner. I know, but I think, I'm not saying that the audience to the original Guardians aged out, but they've got to throw some stuff in there to kind of, for the mid-range fan. So you're telling me, if you're looking at Billboard 100 songs from that era, that song is a rocket to the top, baby. I'm not saying it's a rocket to the top, but I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. That's I need to see the scene. Why are you mad? Because you're, like I said, you're purpose being obtuse about it. Like, no, that makes perfect sense that they're going <laughs> to play a song that would get you to, why would they do that? Listen, listen. Like, some, no, no, sometimes no, no, no. you got to play a song with a song. No. Okay. What was the uh, Beastie Boys song you were saying I never heard of? No, I didn't say you never heard of it. <clears throat> it was um, it was a popular one. Sabotage? Yes, I think. That one? It's not yours, it's Sabotage. It's not yours. No, actually, I don't think it was Sabotage, because that would have given me the Star Trek vibes, and I don't think that... No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Bruce Springsteen's Badlands. That's a good song. I don't like anything by Springsteen. Okay. Alice Cooper's I'm Chasing, uh, I'm Always Chasing Rainbow. Okay. The Mowgli San Francisco. Who's that? The Mowgli? The Mowgli's. Okay. And Radiohead's Creep. Okay. Uh, They did do Crazy on You, but it was short. They didn't play the whole song. What's the song? You know, they've been known for opening with some bangers when they did... uh, Creep. That's what they opened with. Was there a battle scene at the volume two when they did no. Mister uh, when they did Blue Mister Blue Sky or whatever? Yeah. That was really well done. Yeah, um, their their openings have always been solid. No, not this one. Literally, it opened with Creep, and it was kind of just like mopey. Mm. It was a mopium, mopium. Mopening. Sad. Mopening. It was M-opening? a mopey opening. A mopey opening? Mm. I might see it this weekend. I don't know. I don't know. Pop this thing open. We'll talk. We'll talk a little. G.I. Joe. Is that, is that Destro? We must stop the Joes. All I got to do is look. No. We control the forces of nature. The one I was doing is probably more. Yes, Lord Megatron. We must stop the Autobots. <laughs> Destro, to the rescue. We done. G.I. Joe, American hero. We're talking about movies that potentially could have been good, but were not. G.I. Joe and G.I. Joe Retaliation. Once again, the theory holds the rock in a in an ensemble cast. We've got them in sight. Hold on. Mask will be right back. Now watch what Mask does. Hold on, there's a battle we have to tend to. Be right back. We got him. Now back to the show. Mask doesn't know what it's getting into. We'll be right back. Now back to Mask and Venom. Come on, T-Bob. Mask will be right back. Oh boy, back to Mask. I watched... Mask will be right back. I don't think so I watched that was Mask. the one. Mask, Mask will, be, will right be right back. back. I watched what was the one the the mouse whatever the motorcycle gang or are they look it up real fast mouse motorcycle gang you'll when you see it you're gonna go oh yeah what was it you looking you're not looking 
the tiny hell's angels no it was like sons of anarchy but <laughs> it was mice <laughs> dude i'm telling you i've got nothing the mouse and motorcycle no this can't be mouse and the motorcycle biker mice from mars you remember that no i feel like you're making it up Are you listening to something too? I'm trying to play the thing. I heard it. Now I'm watching the mouse and the motorcycle. Oh God, man. You got the freaking master computer. I can't do squat. Give a damn about that. Okay. I do have to say, real quick, went to free comic book day over the weekend. Picked up a couple of comic books. I thought that was on a Tuesday. No, it's always on the weekend. Anyway, so I'm walking around. She is, because she only has custody on the weekends. Um, walking around, I come across, come upon a... You're, you've been to DZ Comics, right? Where's it at? Uh, off of I-35. It's in Moore. Pretty good sized comic shop. they got a game room. Anyway, there is a figure of Voltron in this really badass pose. He's got the freaking sword in the air. And I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at the price, and I'm going, golly, 750 bucks. And this kid, I say kid, to me, if you're as tall as I am, you should have at least some grasp. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's some, you know, five foot nine, 13-year-olds that probably still have a better grasp of pop culture than this kid did. He says, oh, wow, Power Rangers. I walked out. Just punch him, dude. <clears throat> but I saw the, and I'll show you a picture. The most badass Badass. American werewolf in London costume I've ever seen. Give me just a second. I'll show you. It was cool as shit. The guy I was with was like, hey, come outside. There's a guy dressed uh, like like the werewolf from American Werewolf in London. I'm like, I'm looking around. And I couldn't see the guy. And then I saw this guy turn around. And he had a Kessler wolf head. He's dressed like David with the mask of the Kessler. I like it. Isn't that cool? So that was a highlight for me. Give a picture take. I'm a picture taken with it. I'd give anything to have that mask though. You'd sell it three weeks after you got it. I've still got stuff I haven't sold. Kill yourself a month later. I, I wish I'd never sold that. Everything that I that you given to me so far still sitting there. I don't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> you know, I almost bought you something because your birthday's coming up. And um, I didn't, you have and I felt. feel bad about it. Well, come on, something. It's got to be something snarky. Why does it have to be something snarky? Like some Ben Gay or no a, a monocle for my <laughs> for my left eye. <laughs> I like James Gunn. Brightburn was a good movie. So was Belco Experiment. The Suicide Squad was good. Just saying. And, and I'm and I'm willing to bet as much stroke as James Gunn has. It, he's no match for the power of the mouse. I mean that you know what I mean. Like yeah. Disney has also traditionally went. You know, can we cut and stuff? We'll let you. I'll tell you what. We'll give you an F bomb. You you can be one of the only. You can be the only MC movie to ever get an F bomb. But you can't be funny, right? You, you guys are you're betting it all on on blue at this point. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I just love our heated conversations. It humanizes his hosts. You don't think so? 
I think if you don't say three, two, one and start fucking three, doing the show, two, I'm going to stab you in the face. Three, Does two, that humanize us. Can you shut the? F- Good job. You like it? That was super funny. I'm laughing. Your eyes are laughing. No, they're not. They're going. I could laugh right now, but then he wins. That's the thing, though. You you don't. You've spent 15 years. This is what I love you. This is how you never agree with me. You say it's not exactly. I wouldn't say it's that. It, Eh, not exactly that. Well, it's not exactly. I've never heard you agree Why with me. Why are you hitting the table? I've never heard you agree with me in 15 years. Do you know how hard it is to edit that shit out of a show? <laughs> You've never agreed with me. I no, that's agree. not exactly it. I agree. I'm 100% on your side. I concur. All right. Three, two, one.